boys and girls, Miss M is here to read you chapter 23 of Out of My Mind. Please try to uh, get caught up with listening to all the chapters by the end of the week for our Friday Circle. Chapter 23. The day of the actual competition dawns bright and chilly. I shiver in the early March air as Mrs. V and I wait for my school bus. My jacket feels good. We've decided to use the manual chair today since the electric one, even with the car ramps, is a little too heavy for mom to handle on her own. You ready, Mellow Yellow? Mrs. V asked me. Oh yeah. Your head feels like it's going to pop with all those facts stuck inside, she teases. Oh yeah, I grin at her. You'll do fine. Better than fine. Dynamite. Possibly awesome, Mrs. V says. Oh yeah, I push again. We'll all be downtown in the audience cheering you on. And the team? There are others on the team, she asks, smacking herself in the forehead. I thought you were a solo act. And teams from other schools? Don't worry, you're smarter than all of them put together. So we'll be cheering the loudest, your mom and dad and me and Penny. Do I look okay? Mrs. V looks me up and down like a television star, she replies. Your mom tucked an extra blouse in your back just in case. Catherine knows what to do. I'm glad, glad Catherine will be going with us, and I think Mr. Dimming is glad as well. Tell me the plan again. Your mom will pick you up from school, take you to get a bite to eat, and get you on the TV studio about 15 minutes before the rest of the contestants. Penny and your dad and I will meet you there. TV folks won't freak out when I show up. They are all well prepared for you. Actually, it's possible a few reporters might be there and want to talk to just you. Me? Why? I can't imagine why any news person would want to talk to somebody who can only talk through a machine. You're a wonderful human interest story. Other people might be interested in knowing more about you. They won't make fun of me. Just the thought of it makes my palms sweaty. Mrs. V takes my hands in hers. Not at all. They'll admire you, I'm sure. You are a Spalding Street Elementary School's own personal Stephen Hawking. They're lucky. Hope so. Here's your bus. Have a great day, Melody. I'll see you tonight. I managed to get through the day without spilling anything on my clothes, and I'm relieved to see Mom when the last bell rings at school. After a quick meal of macaroni and applesauce in the car, Smart mom, nothing red, we head downtown. We find a handicapped parking spot right in front of the studio. And after the usual unloading the chair down the car ramps, seating me and strapping me in, then attaching Elvira, we roll inside. The receptionist, a chunky, pleasant woman with lots of makeup and frizzy hair, directs us to the staging area. I have to blink a little to figure it all out. Everything you see on TV is fake. I see the place where they film the news. When I watch it on television at home, it looks like the reporters are sitting in front of a huge window that shows all of downtown. But it's just a painting, and it's pretty small. So is the desk where the reporters sit. It seems so much bigger from home. I recognize a couple of the reporters who I watch every day. I can't believe how skinny the morning lady is. On TV, she looks normal size. I'm going to look, a, look like a huge balloon when the cameras show me. Speaking of cameras, they are huge, like giant black mechanical space beings on wheels. Guys with headphones and women with clipboards run around checking stuff. The back part of the studio is dark, but the place where the contest will take place is lit brightly. I can see where the team will stand in the big buttons. They'll push for the answers. In another room behind all the cameras in the action are the benches where the audience sits. Some people have already started to file in. I can see them through a large glass window. I jump when Catherine taps me on the shoulder. Fascinating, huh? For real, I type. She and mom chat a bit before a man wearing jeans and a Cincinnati Bengals sweatshirt approaches us. Excuse me, he says to me, but are you Melody Brooks? Surprised, I quickly hit yes. My name is Paul and I'm the stage manager. His huge hand swallows mine as he shakes it. I'm glad you're here early. 
Let's see if we have you set up correctly. We're really glad to have you participate. He spoke directly to me, not mom or Catherine. I liked him right away. We roll across the studio, careful to avoid cords and wires and enter the area where the competition will take place. This is where the members of each team will stand, he explains. They have four large buttons to push. Red is for the letter A, blue is for the letter B, yellow is for the letter C, and D, of course, is green. I nod. And here, Miss Melody, is where you will sit, right next to your teammates. I have rigged a special answer board for you, so it's adjusted to the height of your wheelchair. He looks pretty proud of himself as he shows me the setup. Wow, I type. This is perfect. How did you know? My son's in a wheelchair, he says with a shrug. I build stuff for Rusty all the time, but there's no way he could do what you're about to do. He kneels down so he can look at me in the eye. Knock their socks off, champ. Rusty will be watching. Okay, I type. For Rusty. He rolls me behind my answer board and lets me practice with the four color-coded buttons. Because they are so large, hitting the right one is actually easier than using my Meditalker. I don't even have to aim with my thumb. I can use my whole fist. When I hit the red button, the letter A lights up on the screen in front of me to lock in the answer. Thanks, Paul, I type very, very much. He winks, gives all the buttons a quick punch to make sure they light up, and then tells me he'll see me later. I can do this, I tell Mom and Catherine. I'm ready. The rest of our team starts to arrive. Connor, dressed in a black suit with a red tie, actually looks good. Rose, blushing and nervous, is wearing pale blue. Hi, Melody, she says. Are you scared? Nope, not at all, I type. My mom made me wear this tie, Connor complains, as he rolls his finger inside his shirt collar to loosen it. I hope I don't choke on live TV. If he does, at least the attention will be on him instead of me. What if I do something stupid or I start to drool and the camera does a close-up? Amanda, Rodney, Molly, and Elena, the alternates, look a little sad as they wander around the studio. They won't get a chance to participate unless something happens to disqualify one of the four of us. I guess that includes Connor fainting or me convulsing. Are you okay? I hear Rose ask Amanda. Yeah, but it's just like I'm all dressed up with nothing to do. I feel you, Rose says. Break a leg, Amanda tells her. Really? Rose smiles. Well, that's what you're supposed to say for good luck, Amanda explains. I know, but look at it this way. At the finals in Washington, there are six people on the team, so that opens things up a little. So go out there and win. Will do. Claire and Molly make funny faces in front of the cameras, pretending they are on air. Neither speaks to me. Look, Claire, Molly says, her voice from once in awe, for once in awe of something. You could see your reflection in that camera over there. Do I look okay? Claire asks, smoothing her dress. You look great, Molly assures her. You know it really ought to be you up there instead of Melody, Claire says loud enough for me to hear. Well, I'm ready if she messes up, Molly whispers back. I just shake my head and think, delete, delete, delete. No way I'm letting their negativity mess me up. I have enough to worry about. Mr. Dimming hurries in, wearing a brand new navy blue suit, a fresh white shirt, and a red vest and tie. The whole team cheers, and Connor gives him a high five. He buzzes around for a bit, like a nervous bumblebee. He checks on details, wishing us all good luck, then goes to sit in the observation area. No teachers are allowed near the students during the competition. Catherine is allowed to stand in the back behind the cameras, just in case I have an emergency. Other teams start to fill the studio as well. One team from Green Hills Academy is all dressed in Kelly Green sweaters. Not a bad idea, but the sweaters are ugly. Another team from Crown Elementary is wearing little fake crowns on their heads. That seems to be a little over the top. Our team doesn't have anything special. They don't need to. They have me.